On our last broadcast, we began a study of the Christian as an alien, the Christian as a foreigner, a stranger in this world in which he lives. We were studying the passage in 1 Peter 2, verses 9 through 11. Let me read that passage for you once again. You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. For you once were not a people, but now you are the people of God, You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Beloved, I urge you as aliens and strangers to abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. Keep your behavior excellent among the Gentiles. In this passage, Peter calls Christians not only the people of God, a people for God's own possession and a chosen race, chosen by God to be his own people. But he also, interestingly enough, contrasts their alien status. What he is saying is that, just as Paul did in writing the letter to the Ephesians, as every man is born an alien and a stranger from the commonwealth of Israel, as every man is born an alien and stranger from the city of God and that heavenly citizenship to which only believers hold title, So, too, when they come into this world, they are alienated. They have a very deep sense of alienation. They may feel very deeply attached to this world because it's the only thing that they have to hang on to, and yet they see it going through their fingers. Automobiles deteriorate, houses fall apart, bodies themselves begin to disintegrate, and eventually they die. The one thing that they have, the one homeland that's theirs, this world, is disappearing day by day, passing away, slipping through their fingers, and they themselves are doing the same. So men have a deep sense of alienation from God and even from the world to which they feel such a deep affinity when they do not know anything of the powers of the world to come. But then when men come to Jesus Christ and become part of his heavenly citizenship, a citizenry, when they become part of that heavenly country, when they belong to the people of God, then suddenly the whole world, which is passing away, no longer holds the same kind of relationship to them. They are to see this world as only something that is temporary, something that cannot last as indeed it can't, and that they, as they walk and live and carry on their business in this world, are only strangers, foreigners, aliens in this world. You, if you believe in Jesus Christ, are no longer alienated from God, from his covenants and from his promises, from his heavenly country. That's all yours in Christ. But you are alienated from this world. God, by taking you to himself, has said that you must not love the world, neither the things that are in the world. Now, that doesn't make you a, a, a kind of revolutionary in this world who wants to overthrow everything around him. But it does put you in the status of an alien, an alien citizen, someone who lives here but who doesn't belong here, 
someone who is a foreigner and who must make his way day by day in a foreign country, but who recognizes is a foreigner and who is recognized by everyone as a foreigner. I don't know whether you have ever been in a foreign country or not. I've spent time in a number of different foreign countries, and I have felt that sense of alienation when I've been away from my own country. I'll never forget, for example, one night that I had to spend with my family in a railroad station in Zurich when we couldn't find lodgings anywhere around and we had to spend the night in that station. And how the chief constable of the area, who was like a little dictator, uh, came in and ordered people around, making us wake up in the middle of the night so that they could clean the station with the gruffest sort of language, despicably despising uh, us as, as tourists and visitors and strangers who, who really were just a terrible bother and chore to have around. He even opened the bathroom while a woman was in the bathroom and ordered her off of the toilet because he wanted to clean the room. Children who were sleeping all over the room had to get up and, and take their sleeping bags and their luggage in the middle of the night, 3 o'clock in the morning, and go out into the cold. No consideration. While they were gathering up the, their sleeping bags, he turned the lights out on everyone. And children were trying to get uh, shoes and sleeping bags together and parents trying to huddle them together. It was a disgraceful act. There wasn't anything decent about what he did. But these were just foreigners to him. These people were just a trouble. All these strangers who had come in and were causing him difficulty. Citizens are often hostile to strangers. Indeed, we read in the 12th verse, of this same chapter, the very next verse, after being called aliens and strangers, that the Gentiles, that is, those who do not know Jesus Christ, the unsaved world, who have no part of that heavenly citizenship, but who are citizens of this world, they slander you as evildoers. And so there is likely to be that kind of treatment given to you as a Christian living as a stranger and an alien in this world. It's very interesting as a stranger in a foreign country to watch the attitude of the local citizenry. Perhaps you've even had that kind of attitude toward strangers in our country. There is something superior about the citizen in his attitude toward a stranger. And Christians will often be treated that way by those of this world. But they're to take comfort. They're to realize that they belong to God. And indeed, when they are slandered as evildoers, he says, keep your behavior excellent among the Gentiles so that they, that is, the citizens of this world, not the citizens of the heavenly kingdom, so that they may, on account of your good deeds as they see them, glorify God in the day of visitation when God comes in Jesus Christ someday and writes all the wrongs and pays up all the accounts and calls men to judgment, they will be forced to admit that it was only slander. And they'll be forced to glorify God that he had a people who lived like they did in their country, even though they were foreigners, even though they were strangers. It's important for a stranger, if he cares about his government, 
to represent his government properly by the behavior that he leads in a foreign land. Well, we're strangers. We can't expect anything but slander and hostility from the citizenry of this world. But we can be thankful when it comes that we have another world toward which to look and toward which we are moving. And we want to talk more about that in our next broadcast because this influences our whole outlook on things and people and this life that we have to live. And it's critical that we recognize our position as aliens and strangers. Help us, Lord. Help us because too often we fail to remember this fact and wonder why we are in the trouble we're in. Help us, we pray, for Jesus' sake. Amen. <laughs> 